0: Welcome to the Vespasian Warner Public Library District Podcast. Libraries are more than just a place for people to check out books and movies. They service the community in many ways, such as providing meeting spaces and offering access to the internet. Farming and gardening are an integral part of life for DeWitt County. To better serve their rural community, the Vespasian Warner Public Library established and maintains a seed library. And in this episode, we'll tell you all about it. The seed library offers people the opportunity to check out a variety of seeds, including vegetables, fruits, herbs, and flowers. The seeds are organized and labeled for easy browsing. When the person finds all of the seeds they'd like to plant, they take the packets to the circulation desk where they're checked out. Those checking out seeds from the library are encouraged to return them as well, either as seeds harvested from the plants they grow or as packages of commercially grown, open-pollinated, non-hybrid, non-GMO seeds that they've purchased. The seed library was first suggested by Circulation Supervisor Eric Monkman, who'd read about them. He took the idea to then-director Joan Rhodes, who encouraged him to research the idea and submit a proposal. Not only were there logistics to figure out—how to get started, how to get the seeds, where to house them, how to organize them—but it also had to be confirmed that a seed library would even be legal. The threat of agri-terrorism by introducing contaminated or invasive seeds was enough to outlaw seed libraries in some places but not so in Illinois. With the logistics and legalities sorted, Joan and now current director Bobby Perriman procured a $500 grant, which Eric then put to good use. He contacted seed companies, many of which were happy to provide discounts or only charge shipping and handling for the seeds. The first round of seeds were obtained in the fall, the end of the season, with the collection filled out with missing must-haves in the spring. This not only allowed for a wide variety of seeds, but also allowed ample time to set up the library itself for a spring debut. The seeds would need to be housed in a convenient yet organized way. After scouring the building, Eric happened upon an old card catalog. There, the seeds could be stored in an easy, systematic way, separated into categories by the old book pockets that were used for due date cards. As for the seeds themselves, Eric acquired coin envelopes and volunteers helped break down the bigger seed packets sent by the seed companies into smaller packets. This was to encourage those with smaller gardens to enjoy the seed library without feeling like they were wasting seeds while also allowing gardeners with bigger plots of land to take multiple packets to fulfill their needs. Thanks to the diligent research of clerk Hannah Emery The seed packets are labeled with helpful information for the gardener beyond just the name of the plant. Each packet is labeled with the quantity of seeds as well as whether or not the seeds were donated, the germination period, whether the plants would do better in full or partial sun, and how difficult saving the seeds will be in a colorful stoplight system with red being the most difficult, yellow being moderately difficult, and green being the easiest. To check out seeds, they're taken to the circulation desk like any other item. However, unlike other items, each packet isn't barcoded. That wouldn't be practical. Instead, a universal barcode is used for both patron and seed, which keeps track of the quantity of packets being checked out. More specific information, including how many seeds and what varieties are returned, is kept separately in hard copy form, organized by patron name. Once the seed library was established, the word needed to get out. To accomplish this, a gardening program was arranged at the library. Some seeds from the library were planted and allowed to sprout, while others were set aside so that participants could plant them themselves. An array of vegetable, fruit, herb, and flower seeds were provided, including some eye-catching varieties like purple carrots. There were even seed potatoes for participants to take home. The next year, with money from the Friends of the Library, the Seed Library collection was expanded with new seeds, a process that was repeated again the year after that. A second gardening program was held the next year as well, this time providing participants with seed onions along with their planted seeds and sprouts. A third gardening program the year after that provided seed garlic. The seed library has proved to be a successful endeavor, not only in supporting the local gardening community, but also by inspiring other libraries to start their own, including one in North Dakota. Laura Miller happened to stop by the library and was immediately taken with the seed library. After talking with Eric, she took the idea home to Jamestown, North Dakota, and proceeded to begin working on getting their own seed library in the James River Valley Library System. Their seed library required a few more steps in order to be established, including obtaining a seed packing permit, but the extra effort was worth it. Their seed library was a big success. The seed library at the Vespasian Warner Public Library is also quite the success thanks to the community's interest and the library workers who maintain it. The Seed Library is open to anyone as a way to encourage people who aren't current patrons to visit the library, because a library card and a few books on gardening go pretty well with those seeds. Thank you for joining us. For more information on the Seed Library and the Vespasian Warner Public Library District, please go to vwarner.org. Thank you.